0: It's kind of a crazy concept to think about, but is it possible that you are so positive that it's actually toxic? Yeah. Like it goes against everything that we think about positivity, right? What's toxic about positivity? Well, believe it or not, it's a thing, a real thing, and that could be you. And we're going to focus on it today on the show. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy.
1: You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy
0: Podcast. Hi, welcome to the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. I'm Steve Kramer. This is a feel-good podcast I do with my mom every single day. We have three principles. We live, we laugh, and we love my mom. We live our lives out loud, we laugh a lot, and we love my mom. Uh, Before we get started today, I just want to have just a moment of authenticity with you because Monday shows are always a challenge for me uh, for a couple of different reasons. Um, mostly because I am just kind of ramping back up into the week, right? Like I'm just like, it's my first show of the week, kind of rusty feeling. Um, but as you know, I, I suffer from anxiety and depression and I've really, the weekends have been pretty depressing for me for the last couple of weeks. And I thought about not doing a show today because I just, I'm not feeling good mentally. Um, and then I was like, well, maybe I can fake my way through it. And then I, uh, I'm just not, I'm not feeling good today. I'm having a really hard mental health day. And that's kind of what Mental Health Monday is about. Now, I'll be completely honest with you. I record a lot of these at once with her. So um we actually recorded the Mental Health Monday last Sunday. So there's going to be no reference to how I'm feeling today uh later on the podcast. But I just... um you know, a lot of you guys mentioned like there's just days you seem down. There's days you seem down and I don't want to fake it for the podcast. I really, I truly don't. I don't want to fake it. So um, I'm struggling. I'm not having a good day. Um, but I, um, we, we got a show. We got a show that we, we put on for you and I hope that you can appreciate is I'm, I'm giving you a hundred percent of what I got for today. So also that you should know that we record these out of order. So my mom and I already recorded like what we talk about later. And then I go back and I record the intro before we uh, put it together. So um, thank you for bearing with me. Hopefully getting back into the normality of tomorrow will help and I love you and let's get on with the show. Hi mom. Hi, honey. I want to say thank you to everyone that donated over the uh, Friday uh, to the children's hospital over here in Baltimore. It was really cool. I put it on there on Facebook and on my social media there at the very end. I wasn't expecting to ask uh, the you know the podcast family to get involved, but it was starting to get so big and so exciting that I was like, you know what? Let me see if you guys are willing to support. And so many of you guys did give. So thank you for doing that. By the way, we ended up raising one point three over one point three million dollars. That
1: is amazing to me.
0: Super crazy to me, right? Wow. Like that's just that's just <laughs> a really that's a large amount of money. They were they were saying because they've been doing this now. This is the thirty second year they've done this. Yeah, and um, they. it's it's been big I mean it's it's always been big but um they had a really big year last year I think they did 1.4 last year but then you know that's when everything was still really good you know (laughs) right
1: Uh, so they were
0: hoping to they were hoping to hit a million and uh Mm. yeah so when we hit 1.3 I think you know the momentum started rolling and then we were like oh my god we could actually we actually thought maybe there for a second we could actually end up beaten the record of last year. Mm. We didn't quite get there, but still $1.3 million in two days for kids. So that was really awesome. So thank you for everyone that did, did give and did donate. And um, it was a really cool experience. I've been involved in those things all over the country. Uh, Every radio station I go to has some type of, well, the last couple ones I have Phoenix and San Diego and um, you know, Baltimore, they've all had their, their thing, but um, you know, I think in San Diego we raised like two hundred thousand dollars or something wow. the first year. Yeah, um, I think this last year they raised between all seven radio stations they raised like five hundred thousand dollars for the hospital. Wow! Um, so that just goes to show you how massive this thing is mm-hmm. that they can pull in one point three million dollars. You know, yes. in the uh, for the kids, and it felt good. You know, it feels good when the. The community is just giving back, and it's like getting exciting, and the phones are ringing, and yeah. obviously this year was weird because we were all in different studios, and so it was a real struggle uh, to to pull off, and not a lot of hope for the for the drive, but uh, it was really cool. So thank you for everybody that did give, and that was really really cool, really awesome great. experience to be to be a part of this. And you had a
1: lot of great sponsors that doubled and tripled yeah. the donations. That was yeah. really. Amazing.
0: Yeah, it feels good. I so, mean, that's really, everyone still says, like, why, you know, why are you still doing radio? You know, no one, no one listens to the radio anymore. But I think mm-hmm. that's, you know, that's the, i always love that community aspect of mm-hmm. radio, you know? Yes. Like, yes. I'll just always really thoroughly enjoy mm-hmm. the instantaneousness and the connectiveness of just your city, which, mm-hmm. like, nothing else can really. I mean, local TV kind of can, but I feel like local TV is kind of phony, you know, Mm -hmm. people are kind of phony and some, Mm -hmm. most radio people are too, but Mm -hmm. um, just the, I don't know. It's just so cool to be able to interact, you know, TV, you don't really interact as much and Mm -hmm. I really enjoy that.
1: Yeah, it was great energy with the three of you. That was really, was fun to listen to you all and the heart wrenching stories were just. Yeah. Oh, unbelievable. I just can't imagine being the parent of a child with cancer or any other terminal disease, how horrible that would be. God bless everyone that's in that situation. It's just, oh.
0: Right. So then I came home after that and it was just, I've been dead the rest of the weekend. I mean, it's been like, literally, like, I think we, I worked 5.30 till seven on Thursday and then 30 a.m. to 7 yeah, p.m. Yeah yeah and then I think we did 5 30 till maybe 8 45 oh on Friday so wow. I was just mentally after that you know
1: oh yeah and it takes so much energy to do that and all the adrenaline rush
0: and right
1: did you have a hard time getting to sleep both those nights no no, no. <laughs> you were no. dead
0: I came home and I was like, "That oh, was it." I just, yep, zoned just, out, just zonked out. That was it. Yeah, that was it. No. So well, that
1: you had a nice rainy weekend to stay no. indoors and I
0: don't know if "nice" is the right word.
1: Rest up, I know. I know that's miserable
0: for you. I'm, I'm struggling. I'm not doing well right now with all of this. I I just can't seem to quite get settled here. I don't know what. What it's going to take. Um, I we we got a glimpse of warm weather last week, and I was like, okay, this isn't terrible. Yeah. And then you know I was working, 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 working Thursday, Friday, and then finally this weekend I was like, okay, cool. Let's like let's like try to get out and explore, and that literally rained every second of this weekend. Mm-hmm. Like it did not let off the whole entire weekend. Yeah. Oh, uh, so I'm just, not, I'm like not in a good headspace right now. I'm just not, not, I just don't know. Anybody else just feel like they just need, I, I just, I don't know. I don't know what I need. I really, truly don't know what I you need.
1: You need the pandemic to be over and to have a social life.
0: Well, I just feel like everybody else is just living back kind of living their lives again. And like, I'm just. I think that that might make make it harder for me, too, because, I mean, a lot of my friends are kind of back to normality, you know, like Mm -hmm. everyone's life is kind of getting back organized. I think schools start back here pretty soon again. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, it's all, like, great news. Yeah. Um, But I think think as people's normals are getting back to what they're used to, Mm -hmm. I am still in this not comfortable state. Yeah we talked about this in the podcast a long time ago about how the, I, f- I genuinely felt better during the pandemic because then at that point, at least it wasn't only my life had turned upside down, but everybody else has had too. Mm-hmm. And so it didn't feel so discomforting mm-hmm. when, cause I, you know, I lost my job in, in January All and right. then I, um, had, um, what, what March about two months later mm-hmm. is when everything kind of went to hell. And right. so at that point it just, there was like this sigh of relief that like, okay, it's not just my life now that literally everyone's life is different than it used to be. Mm-hmm. But now I think the people, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm literally just making this up. Like as I go right now, I'm like a lot of thought into it. I think it's like the life is going back to normal for most people. Hmm. Um, my life is not it's still very uncomfortable and abnormal
1: mm-hmm.
0: and so what would you I, think of
1: that you could do to stick
0: your toe in the water
1: a little bit
0: I mean, there's really nothing. I mean, I have to be so brutally cautious with everything that I do.
1: Cause you go um, out to dinner with Jess and Garage
0: Boy. I mean, yeah, we 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 do, and we keep talking about it. But we last weekend, he they had a friend come in town. Then this weekend, we just didn't feel like doing anything.
1: Oh yeah, well yeah.
0: Um, so we will. We'll we'll probably go out this next weekend. Yeah. Um, but you know, I mean, it's I, I see Jess all the time. It's not like it's um, that's like my one person, you know.
1: All right. But um, maybe you can start meeting some other people through them but just to get outdoors get out from your house
0: to get right. out of your
1: house and go somewhere different
0: yeah might might help but it's your been spirits. it's been really hard recently because it's been so damn cold and so nobody wants yeah. to go outside and this weekend has rained all weekend so yeah i don't know i'm in, i'm just not in a good headspace i'm just really no. i'm just really i don't know it's this is extremely challenging job to do right now because i just don't i don't know like typically i have like an upside to everything you know like Mm -hmm. i have and like i love my job i really do we're genuinely i'm genuinely enjoying my job mm-hmm. but it's just even like when i eat with therapy it's like okay well you just got to make some friends which is true but i just mm-hmm. like, there's just no easy way to make friends right now and mm-hmm. something that i'm not really great at anyway mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. but most of the friends will come along by doing normal stuff you know yeah
1: like,
0: i have a couple of friends that i met through doing the radiothon last year yeah um and that's you know this year like couldn't couldn't meet anybody couldn't see anybody you know I was just yeah. stuck in a studio my own studio for for 2 days it's just
1: yeah ugh. all right well you know me the constant encourager you know the pandemic is going to get better i mean now johnson and johnson's been approved which is fantastic so we now have 3 really good vaccines um and they're saying that everyone should everyone that wants to should be vaccinated by you know, summer, and also winter is almost over. It's been beautiful here in Atlanta this weekend. I hate to tell you that, but it really has been the glorious weather that you had uh, with the sunshine and the warm weather we had this week, this weekend, and it was really, really awesome. Um, I spent the weekend in town, as you know, with your sister, and draw Maggie, trying to right. help her get settled into their new condo, soon to be their new condo, um, and just unpack boxes. And you know, I'm a firm believer that if your environment is 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 in order, then your mind feels like it's more in yeah. order. Yeah. Um, so that was really my my um, reason for going there was to help her find some order in the chaos of moving it's so crazy with boxes everywhere and pictures stacked up on the floor and all of that i
0: I literally hope that like i just pass away in this condo (laughs) that's what i said said unless
1: you plan to live there your whole life
0: like my that's what i always said about living in my house in san diego like moving is so challenging it's such a challenging task and as you get older i don't i don't i don't know if it's necessary (laughs) as you get older it's just the more you do it, the more uh-huh. painful it becomes, you know, yeah. it's just such a gruel- I think we read survey saying the most challenging thing people say they ever have to go through in their lives uh, mm-hmm. is moving. Like that's to them oh. the most hard between over divorce, over like long-term illness, mm. over anything. People say the most like mentally and physically taxing thing they have to go through in a lifetime is moving. <laughs>
1: wow. So,
0: so I get it. Yeah. Moving. Like, I, I don't know the last time you moved, but it's a really, it's, it's like one of those processes that just never seems to end, you know, yeah. like it, 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 this one actually wasn't bad because I knew I really wanted to like get in and get organized so that I could get focused on the show, you know, because it right. will, I mean, it will become, and I, but I spent the first six weekends, Uh huh. Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. Just getting things settled, you know, Right. getting everything unpacked and put into place and getting the new <laughs> stuff that I needed that would work and, you know,
1: yeah, Oh yeah, stuff
0: like that. So it's
1: crazy, and I don't know that it's easier. It's any easier to move locally than it is across country because you know we've always moved locally.
0: I don't think it matters. I really no. don't. Think it, I don't think it makes a difference. But if the you problem move is, it just a little. It's a little. It's more, a lot. It's a little more um, uh, coordination that you have to do
1: to move cross country, right?
0: Just yeah. to make sure everything's timed out, but. But then the um, downside
1: of moving locally is that you can do a thousand gazillion road trips in your car.
0: Well, yeah, because you get the you know? idea. That's what we did, too. <laughs> when we moved in San Diego, it was about a mile from our condo to our, our new house. Uh huh. And I was – and I think that when you think that, like, I'll save a few bucks by just just taking car trips here and there. Because, I mean, it's just a mile, right? We can right. load stuff up. And like, uh-huh. that process – took oh. forever
1: oh it's it hard. took
0: forever but and, that's and, why i'm not trying to buy a lot of stuff i'm like not right. buying anything that i couldn't easily move somewhere else like i bought a new right. rug for this place i bought you know i'm but other than that i'm i'm just not buying anything because no matter what like, I, like i'm i'm not staying in this condo forever right It's no. rental, so i just don't want to have to move
1: yeah, just have part the of me bare feels like I might
0: just torch this place before I leave, <laughs> and just let everything burn down to the ground because oh, I God. just, I just don't, I just can't handle another move. I feel like you know, and like as I'm sitting here, it's been six months, and I'm like, shit, it's only six more months. I don't, I don't know if I'll stay in this in this unit or not. I don't know if I'm going to stay here or not. But um, yeah, there's uh, something
1: to be said about minimalism.
0: Yeah, no, you learn. Yeah. You learn oh, real yeah. fast that uh, you just uh, – the less stuff, the better. I used to love having stuff, man, but not now. Everything I look at, I'm like, do I want to move that or not? You know, like yeah. I, I really – I left a lot of kitchen stuff because um, most of the stuff I had before I moved was with, from – you. actually, was from my wedding. A lot of the wedding was stuff I got from my wedding. And so oh, yeah. I just didn't want it anymore. And I'm literally – I bought like four spoons, four knives, <laughs> four plates. I just don't want to That's, that's all you need anything else up and move anything else across but but you almost like forget the pain I almost forgot about I think because I was in my San Diego house for about three years and uh-huh. so I i had, like kind of forgotten the pain So I was like I don't think it's gonna be that bad I don't, I don't really have that much stuff and that's the uh-huh. kiss of death when you say oh, I don't have that much yeah. stuff uh-uh. that's the kiss of death I feel oh, like yeah Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, if you get a move, if you're someone that moves a lot or you have a move coming up, like poor military people, you know, I mean, my life's kind of like that too. But uh, anybody that's got to move all the time, it is Mm -hmm. a very draining process.
1: That's your friend Dan.
0: Yep, for sure.
1: And do you still have my clothes?
0: Yeah, I got to move my (laughs) mom's clothes too. Yeah, I moved them. (laughs) My mom left some clothes in San Diego so she wouldn't have to travel so much, you know, or wouldn't have to pack so much when she traveled. So um, I had
1: almost a complete wardrobe there and then you moved.
0: You yeah. really, we
1: really shouldn't have just given that away.
0: Well, I got it over here now. Okay. It's,
1: it's all boxed up.
0: It's here. No, it's over in the guest closet. Oh, so,
1: you hung it up.
0: Yep. Ready to That's go. That's
1: awesome. Well, I'm coming. So keep it, keep
2: it going.
0: There's a new <laughs> survey out today. Uh, 63% of women say they'd rather reveal their weight than disclose their salary. Women to 18 to 24 are most comfortable sharing their salary. That's 40%. uh, 40%. Uh, Those that are 25 to 34 are least comfortable sharing their salary. And only 20% of men say they prefer to disclose their salary. And about 80% would be more willing to share their weight. Mm -hmm. I don't know why that – I don't know. Help me figure this out because I don't know why we're so uncomfortable sharing our salary. I know. I like why, And like, cause I, I am too. Like, and I don't want to, I don't want to see how know. much money I make. Like I don't, and I don't know why weight. I understand. Like weight is something that is very deeply it's rooted so personal. in you. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, But I don't with, with salary, like why do we feel that way? Why do we feel so uncomfortable telling people how much we make? And I'm really just trying to figure, is it the less than more than I, I don't want to feel I don't know. I don't know why there's such a stigma around it.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I always felt that way too. I didn't want people to know how much money I made. I don't know why that is really.
0: Um, I don't, I don't, I can't figure that out. I don't, I'm not sure what, what makes us feel so wildly uncomfortable. Cause I mean, I feel the same way. Like I don't feel. I don't feel. I would. I would feel very uncomfortable. Like just being like, "This is how much money Warm. I make right now." You All know. Right.
1: Yeah. That's a good question for our listeners. Do you feel comfortable or uncomfortable?
0: I mean, I, I would say most people would feel uncomfortable. But I just yeah, don't know why. But does anybody you know?
1: have? Does anybody have a reason why?
0: Yeah. If you want to help solve that one, that's yeah. I just found that study inch. interesting today. I was <laughs> like, wow, it's really interesting. Why?
1: Because mm-hmm.
0: people obviously to take their weight so personally, but like their salaries. I don't know if it's, you don't feel like you're making enough or you feel like you make too much or you feel like you're going to make people feel uncomfortable around you or what. That's a bizarre question, right? Yeah, it
1: really is.
0: All right, let's go ahead and get to our quote for today, mom. (laughs) Okay. It's about spring.
1: Um, It's from William Wordsworth. It's a little poem. There's joy in the mountains. There's life in the fountains. Small clouds are sailing. Blue sky prevailing. The rain is over and gone. Coming soon to you, Kramer. (laughs) Spring is coming. Spring is coming. Don't be discouraged. It's right around the corner and it's going to be beautiful.
0: I know everyone, Everyone's just bragging about how great their, their weather is right now. Mm-hmm. Um, Atlanta's having great weather. Mm-hmm. Um, San Diego's having a beautiful weekend. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> it's like, like everyone I've talked to this weekend I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to the pool today. I'm going to the beach today. I'm going to there today. I'm going to here today. And I'm like, well, <laughs> well. it's 40 and raining here. So <laughs> I'm not going to do any of that stuff. But no. if there's. A lot of sun coming up in the in the near future, so that's well, that's you know, exciting.
1: Maggie and I spent most of our time indoors, of course, because we were unpacking. But yesterday, your brother Brian and his husband, Aunt, dropped by with um, some donuts, which Maggie and I were more than happy to eat, <laughs> even though we've both been watching our diet. Um, and then we took a little walk on the on the Belt Line. Mm-hmm. And it was so good to just get outdoors for a minute. You know, yeah. we were out there like thirty minutes, but it was so beautiful outside. And the day before, she had opened her door to her bedroom. It's a French door that goes out onto a little deck, and a bird flew in. Oh no! And she was so <laughs> flipped out.
0: She yeah, was. What do you? In- what, what do you do about that?
1: <laughs> oh my God! She was in the bathroom, and she. <laughs> she had her door closed and she heard this noise outside right and she looked and she opened the door and she saw there was a bird in her bedroom and she (laughs) texted me on her watch and said call me I'm like okay so I called her she's oh my god mom there's a bird in my room what do I do (laughs) and I said well first of all close the door and be sure you keep it in the same room she's like I'm and I said, well, it may go somewhere else in your house. And then it was quiet for a while, and she you could tell she was kind of peeking around. And then she goes, I think it's gone. Do you think it went downstairs? And I said, maybe. You should. I said, first close the door and go down and see. But it, it had flown back out the door. So thank God. But she was flipping out because a bird attacked her one time, and she'd never gotten over that. <laughs>
0: So Yeah,
1: but <laughs> no bird attacks, thank God. Just a few little street racers at two AM in the morning we could hear and
0: not too bad.
1: Not too bad. Overall, things are good.
0: So we'll get to our mental health Monday here in a couple seconds. Um <laughs> Welcome back to Bubs. Happy to have them back on the podcast. Yay, I know that so Bub's. many of you guys use Bubs and have such good. I'm I'm excited. I just reordered my MCT oil powder. Uh, mm-hmm. I am a huge fan of this MCT oil powder. I really am. I I figured out my energy regimen. And somebody commented the other day. They were like, "You sound like you're a lot like a lot more awake during the morning show, and you're feeling a lot better." Um, yeah, you know the thing that like is. I found like the perfect morning regimen for me now because I'm super sensitive to caffeine uh, is if I take a cup of decaf coffee, which has a little, just a little bit of caffeine in it. Right. Mm-hmm. And then if I, if I put the MCT oil powder in there, I, it is literally will give me great energy for about seven hours. I mean, that's really all but I no need now. Caffeine jitters. Yeah, you don't. That's what I'm saying. You don't. You just. You just feel awake. It is a fantastic combination. If you take the MCT oil powder, and and if you, um, I'm just recommending this to anybody. Um, I took it. I took some today. It's just. It just gives you this natural energy that is awesome. I mean it's it's like the best out of anything that I because keep in mind, like I gotta get so early and like be like be wide awake by 6 a.m. you know? So, Charged. Uh yeah. So this honestly, and it's not just that, it's got all kinds of benefits to it. It's great for your gut health. Uh it's great for your um uh your mental focus is good. It's an appetite suppressant, which is great, you know, if you're trying to lose some pounds. Yeah. So uh, if you're just if you're trying to find your new, cause some people put it in their coffee. Like if you can handle caffeine, you may find the same thing. I'm just saying a little bit of caffeine for me and the MCT oil powder, the most energy, like non-crashing energy that I've felt from anything I've ever tried, truly. So give it a shot for yourself. See what you think. It's bubsnaturals.com. Bubsnaturals.com B-U-B-S-N-A-T-U-R-A-L-S bubsnaturals.com use the the coupon code Kramer for 20% off. I'd love for you to go try this for yourself and see if you get the same response. I mean, we have so many people that are now on subscription services to bubs because they enjoy the product so much. They, they, you know, once you started to use collagen and the MC2 oil powder together, like I think that you're really going to see your whole body feel different from your brain to your bones, your joints, your hair to your nails. All the way around. So go to bubsnaturals.com. Please use the coupon code Kramer to get 20% off and see what you think. Give us some feedback. Okay, let's get to our mental health Monday in just a couple seconds. First off, certified fans, thank you so much for being here. We appreciate you. I hope you enjoyed the sale last week. The bonus uh, 10% off that you get for being a certified fan. Um, if you're, if this is just people that support our podcast. It's people that can give $5 a month. And when you do, you get all kind of perks from kind of interacting with the show. And so thank you. Thank you for keeping this show afloat. You know, I don't make any money off certified fans. Every penny that you put into this goes right back into the podcast. If you enjoy it on a daily basis, then thank you. Or a week, a weekly basis or once a month, or you just want to support a guy trying to get, get something on his little side hustle off the ground over here. <laughs> then um, we appreciate it. So yeah, uh, we did. When, when you become a, actually did we get a new certified fan? I feel like we did. Maybe we didn't though. Um, What day was that? Did we say hi to Elizabeth yet? I don't know if we did or not. Hmm. so maybe we should just do it again. Okay, Um, let's do it. Elizabeth C. is our newest certified fan. She joined on the 25th, which would have been, I just don't think we got to it, because I think it was after, uh, remember how I couldn't do Shout outs on Friday because of the um Oh yeah. I was at the studio, you know. Right, so, right, right. Crazy recording day. Yeah. So Elizabeth C, thank you so much and welcome to uh the Certified Fans. We're so happy to have you. I hope you join our Facebook page too. And here is your whoop whoop for joining our podcast.
1: Here we go. Whoop, whoop. There
0: Thanks, Elizabeth. Thank you. So glad to have you. If you would just text the word fans, F A N S to 888 Kramer 8, would really appreciate that. And um, just thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to everybody that supports this show. Don't forget to, uh, oh, we didn't even talk about Podcast Magazine. Um, Oh, yeah. Found out yesterday, today, yesterday for you, uh, (laughs) that we are back at the number two spot. (gasps) Woohoo! Yeah.
1: Yay! Fantastic. Thank you all so much.
0: It went upside and then us and then the divorce podcast and then Kramer and Jess Uncensored. So we we got some work to do to get that podcast back up. But listen, it's fine. It's fine. (laughs) You'll get there we're happy to have certified mama's boy back at number two. So thank you for doing that and getting that back to where it is. And listen, we can't let off the gas now because I know this divorce God podcast, by the way, has nothing to do from what I've heard. And I listened Uh to probably 30 minutes of their hour and a half long episodes. um, It has nothing to do with God divorce, saving cancer. Like I didn't, maybe their stories are, but nothing (laughs) that makes me feel like we can't compete against them. So um, if you'll just text the word vote V O T E to 888, Kramer 8. Let's keep Certified Mama's Boy. And we only have for next month, we only got about 10 days to get that done. So, uh-huh. um, you, so yeah, email month.
1: that you have. Yeah, you
0: got multiple emails, you can do that, and you know, you can vote for that one. And then, you know, if you're on there anyway, you don't mind voting for Kramer and Jess on Censor too, because there's three spots on there you can vote. Uh, would really appreciate that. So, uh, you can do that by, um, Just voting uh, by texting vote V-O-T-E to 888-Kramer8 takes about a minute to do so. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for doing that. All right, mom, that's it for you today. I love you. Okay, honey. Love you forever. Okay. Mental health Monday time. We we're doing this and probably more needed than ever before. Uh, But we're doing this because I think we all need to check our mental health. And it's honestly like on days like today, I'm glad that I can just be like, listen, I'm not in a good mental headspace. No matter how you're feeling when you come here, I want you to know that it's safe. However you're feeling, you're welcome here. It's all good. Um, So, and Leah, by the way, is Leah is one of my therapist friends and she's got a podcast that's called Not Your Basic Influencers and it's her and Elise who was another mental health professional and they just kind of break things down a lot more casually than I feel like a lot of other therapists do. It's just, it's like the way that you and I talk, you know, so it makes it a whole lot easier. Today, we're going to talk about a term called toxic positivity. I am so glad we're talking about this. This is yeah. honestly, and I didn't even know this was a thing, but this is one thing recently that's really been driving me crazy. And because I've always been told that, like, I don't look on the bright side enough. Like, we could be in a terrible situation, yeah. And everyone's like, "Well, just find the positive." Now, I'm listen. I'm all about finding the positives, but sometimes situations just suck. And right. I feel like when you don't allow things to suck, it just ends up making things worse. Like, you don't process the emotions that come with. Bad things happening. I feel like we've over the last probably 10 years have just made it to be like, well, you know, everything is positive. Like everything is positive. You think about it. And I, I don't subscribe to, I think there can be positive things that are happening around situations that that suck, but I think that sometimes you have right. to just let situate. I, I had a, a conversation with a friend like this recently. She's going through something and I I can tell I could tell she was going through something because everything on her social media with it was extremely positive. Okay. Like, like extremely (laughs) positive. And I was like, "Mm." So I hit her up and I was like, Hey, um, (laughs) is everything okay? Cause I just feel like I never see you this positive. And then she, then she kind of broke down. I was like, no, this is, and obviously I won't get into her business, but like, I was like, she's, she's trying to cover up a negative situation by just acting overly positive (laughs) about it. Right. Interesting. So, so
2: what do you, what is, break this so, down a little bit more. For example, this is my understanding. Of it, and again, like this isn't like, there's no training on it. I don't know any like actual, like, um, like organizations that are, that are training or like providing literature on toxic positivity. I think this is like a newer thing. Um, but the idea, but I do like the idea that like, the idea is like, um, so say for example, uh, you know you're telling me like hey like okay this is an example say you're telling me about the baltimore s- snow right that's okay. something that you've been struggling with right yes yes and so that i'm like you know, like Steven, like Steve, this is just like, you know, this is, this is a new experience for you. It's really exciting. You haven't had a lot of snow in your life. (laughs) This is going to be great for you. Like, I think you just need to look on the brighter side of things. It's like very like, it just like, just, just, you know, it'll be fine. Like everything's great. Like, you know, kind of like simplifying something. And it's a little dismissive and it's not like, it's not keeping it real. I guess like we don't always have to be like, well, there's seasonal affective disorder and like you can't do all the activities you used to like to do. And, um, I think.
0: Yeah. Like can't, don't I also need to focus on some of the things that aren't as positive because I feel like when I don't, then I'm really like, well, what's wrong with me? Well, why, am avoiding, enjoy- right? why am I not? Am av- I not why am I not out enjoying the snow? Like if everybody says, oh, why don't you just go out and enjoy the snow? But right. I, I personally don't want to cause it's cold. <laughs> you know, like I feel, I feel like a dummy because I just can't. Like everyone around is like but look all the positives. Yeah, but like there's obviously this is a little bit different because it's. I mean, some people like snow, some people don't like snow. That's fine, right? Right. But, but for um, you,
2: right? It's not. It's, but for me, I just yeah. I'm not
0: used to it. I don't like it. I don't know how to, how to act in it. I I busted my ass <laughs> twice last week trying to trying to get around in it. You know, I'm it's like, you're like
2: I don't know how to act in it. Like I'm picturing you just kind of like fro- like just like <laughs> like just kind of like what do my I? My hands do? up in
0: the air like I don't yeah. I don't know. A, that, that's really how I I feel like I look around yeah. here like I, I, I think I look very out of place. Um. Well, so like what what do you? I have
2: mixed do- feelings. So I think I think where it's getting too much is like. I don't well so i think we i do think there's meaning there's ways to find experiences that are sh- crappy or um events that are really difficult like finding significance and meaning i do believe that i don't but i also feel like sometimes we can't find it and in that moment it's like losing a loved one how can we justify it right like it's like right. and I, I believe that too like i think it's a it's really crappy it's really sad and you're gonna be grieving and there really in that moment isn't anything to really be, quote, positive about, right? I mean, you could, like, look at the relationship you had with them. You can reflect on the memories and experiences shared. But at the end of the day, like, you're feeling sad. You're grieving. And I think that should be enough. I don't think there should be, like, some spin on it, right? Because you, we all need to feel. So there's, sure. there's that. Um, I think – but I also feel like – and I think this is a millennial thing and it's kind – is, like – just like people not having, people avoid, and this is why I think it's toxic positivity, like avoiding hard conversations. Like now in classrooms, like in college, what I'm hearing is a lot of students need like trigger warnings all the time. They like, there's n- no room for discussion a lot of the time because everyone is too scared to have certain conversations about certain topics. And so you're like tiptoeing around these things. And I think we need to be real. Like, I think we need to have real conversations. And um, you know, be mindful of people's like triggers, but also we can't that just, I guess w- what I would say is have compassion for those people that need to step out in those situations, but we sure. have to still keep going forward. So I think, I think this is toxic positivity is a new buzzword. I think there's truth to it. Cause I, I agree. We shouldn't be like, and I think social media does that. Like you said, like people are, Overcompensating on social media, well, yeah, because everybody
0: else family. looks so happy. You know, that's that one thing, thing that I've when I've, I don't know if I, I'm a divorce mentor, but a lot of people will, will turn to me now because I was so public <laughs> about my divorce. You know, yeah, which like how did that happen? <laughs> like, I don't know how that happened, you but it's, start it's, charging them. You should do I, your own you know business. What? I, I really should. I should be the the, the that's divorce now. Ment- Is it a divorce mentor? That's not like, a bad like
2: idea. Divorce coaching, like yeah. coaching,
0: that's not a bad idea. But anyway, um, okay. Well, I you know when people like message me and they're like it's usually fresh for some reason i'm like the first people that a lot of people turn it's weird it's weird um i don't know but they turn to me and i'm like the first thing i say now is like just you gotta let it suck yeah like you like sometimes i feel like you just have to let things suck yeah and i again i'm no mental health provider by any means but i'm happy to see this topic come up because i do feel like we are so pressured to look happy yeah to sound happy And to find positive experiences Mm -hmm. like that, like if you can't, there must be something wrong with you when I don't think you should lull in the bad. I think that like, you know, it's sitting there and forever being like, you know, but like, I feel like you gotta have some of that. You gotta have that because if you don't, in my opinion, unprofessional yeah. um I, I i feel like if you don't you're just pushing it down it's going to no, come out some other way some other some other time some other situation that you're not even going to realize it possibly is that pain you're feeling now that you're just not getting out you know
2: so it's funny cuz i um did you ever watch girls the hbo show
0: mm, no
2: okay well there was a there was like a uh, sh- some like quote, and of course, like as so, I was like in my internship as like in um, graduate school and worked with teens, and you know, I would like quote, quote TV shows where I felt like they had a really good quote, like <laughs> yeah. like the nuggets of wisdom for these like teens. Of course, yeah. nobody watched girls, like, but anyways, it was. I remember there was a quote that was like, you know, I have like, like, you know. I have feelings and I'm going to feel it when I feel it or something like that. Um, really the idea is like you're entitled to your feelings. They, sure. just, they just are. And I remember actually my supervisor and she was checked out at the time. So it's not like anyways, but she was like, I don't agree with that. You could change how you feel. And it was <laughs> very much dismissive and, it wasn't even like a. This is my perspective. It was that's wrong. I don't want you telling people that. And I was like, that's so invalidating.
0: Because you were like, but it was on HBO. How could it be? <laughs> oh,
2: like, what? I Dunham said it was no, but um, <laughs> 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 no, but like it was. I think it just the quote, like you know, because you break things down with like teens, and you just like you're not gonna like quote like Sigmund Freud. But um, sure, sure. <laughs> but it was one of the things where I felt I felt also invalidated, like because because and then when I talk, you know, now you know almost 10 years in this field, you and working like going to my own therapy, and then also through all these trainings, feelings are valid, they're literally a physiological response to things. So your body's responding to events based on your perception of things based on your past experiences. So it's like this, like automatic response, I think there are things that we can do to feel better. But it's, it's how we feel. So I think to say, like, be positive, or you shouldn't feel that way, or it's okay, you'll be fine. It's super dismissive, and I do think it kind of creates this culture of, like, we have to put on a, like, you know, put on a, f- a face or a mask, and I think social media does perpetuate that. So I sure. do think the toxic of positivity is great um, as far as the idea of, like, you know, I guess norm normalizing just, like, everyday experiences and feelings that aren't positive. Yeah. I agree well,
0: as a, as a friend though, how, like, because obviously I think that we are wired yeah. to also be comforting, right? Like right. sometimes yeah. it's not the easiest thing to s- tell people that life just sucks sometimes, you know, like, well, that's, <laughs> that a balance. Sucks, I think you know? it's like a
2: validating someone's fe- So I think it's like, instead of just going to like, you'll be fine. It's okay. Like, cause that, especially if someone, if you're not in the situation that's super, like, you don't know what I'm going through. Like right. even if you had something similar, You don't know what I'm going through in this moment. You haven't been in this exact situation. So I think it's a balance. I think it's the validating that that sucks, like showing compassion and empathy and just holding space and then also being encouraging. I think you can do both.
0: Right. And actually, you talked
2: about this with your mom, like the whole like, you know, men are more like (laughs) solution focused. I just want
0: to fix it. I just want to fix it. Yeah. I just want to fix it. I don't want to, I don't, I mean, we can sit here and, and, and complain about it, but I just, I, I, and do you see a lot of this total side note now, uh, do you see a lot of that in your practice where girls like don't like, but like women are the emotional side and men are just like the, the practical side of like, let's just get it done.
2: You know, what's interesting though. I mean, so. Yes, there's that, but the ones the men that are seeking therapy are usually more in touch with their feelings, ah, uh, yeah, and that's wanting true. to feel their feelings and work through them. So I do see slight a slight difference, and like I also feel like men do come in with like a quick fix. I've had like a couple men where they're like, okay, so we had a couple sessions, like I think I'm good, and I'm like, <laughs> okay, and then I'm like, I mean, you know, I can't. My life force them. is solved,
0: <laughs> <laughs> and
2: uh, like we, you know. I mean, we, it's like, you're They're like pretty much like I'm cured. Not that like there, there's anything to be cured, but like, th- that's really kind of, I've had a, 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 I would say two or three situations where that's happened with a, with a guy. And, but you know, I can't force them to say it's voluntary. I don't want to, you know, if they're not in a stage where they want to work through any more feelings or, experiences or right. trauma. I'm not gonna force that on them. And maybe they are, maybe they had all the answers. And maybe
0: <laughs> maybe but, you're just that good. You ever thought yeah, about maybe,
2: that? Maybe no. I, <laughs> I think yeah, I think there is a slight difference. And I think that's also how we're socialized. I don't know if it's I don't necessarily think it's something innate in all of us. I like like a a biological thing. I mean there's something to be said about women and how they process information for sure that that is like There have research that that demonstrates that. But I do think it's just we're socialized and we raise boys to solve things and achieve and you know, like you just move on. And Women are very nurturing to
0: feel and nurture. That that makes sense. That part makes sense. Okay. Well, Leah's got a podcast too. You want to plug your podcast?
2: Yeah, so I have a podcast with my friend Elise. It's called Not Your Basic Influencers. It's a podcast on Spotify, Apple, and all other platforms, but it's a podcast that's solely mental health related. We talk about all things mental health um, and speak with other professionals in the field and other influencers that are on social media, on TikTok and Instagram, um, but have the professional background. So um, we're really enjoying our conversations, they're super real and relatable, and I hope you listen.
0: Thank you so much for listening to today's show. I really appreciate you. Uh, I, I'll, I'm will i going to like get some good sleep tonight. I think I'm tired, too. It's not helping the situation. But uh, we'll get back to a normal show tomorrow, okay, with Ask My Mom. And I just thank you for accepting me for how I am. And I'm just thankful that we've created a space where none of us have to fake it, you know? Screw all the fake shit. We're just going to be real. So I love you. And I'll see you tomorrow, okay? Bye-bye.
1: Okay. That's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast certified mama's boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you
0: forever.